Afternoon, everyone. It's Thursday, half past 12 on the nose, which means another week of talking trade with On The Tools. Uh, this week uh, is a very, uh, well, time-sensitive topic because it's all about tax advice, HMRC. And we've got year-end, there's more grants, there's furloughs going on. So, uh, Jaquetta is back again to hopefully explain anything. Uh, and also, use this as an opportunity, if you're sitting there looking at paperwork, tax, um, anything to do with with sort of HMRC stuff, use this as an opportunity to ask a question because um, Jaquette has been on a few times before and given great advice. So um, please send any question and um, we will do, I say we, <laughs> like I know what's going on with tax. <laughs> what we can. <laughs> um, so Jaquette, welcome. Um, firstly, uh, the most, well, the most up sort of important thing is we have got something called year end coming up. Is um any extensions or anything we need to know about before we sort of pile into paperwork? Uh, no, the most important thing is if you have problems, get in touch with us. Um, you know, don't sit there puzzling about it. Sometimes it'll be better tomorrow, um, but most of the time you're actually better off getting in touch and we'll have a record to say, uh, you know, was having problems. We do have a phone number for people who are having IT problems. And of course, most people submit stuff to us over their computer now. Um, it's all online filing for almost everything. Um, if you're having not the sort of tax technical help, but if you're having help actually with the IT system, it keeps going back to the beginning or it won't take in the numbers that you want or, you know, it just dies halfway through all the time. We have got a number there to help. So, you know, rather than just give up and thump the damn thing or flush it down, flush your phone down the loo or whatever, um, give us a ring. It's 0300 200 3600. So there's a specific line for IT help, the sort of thing I can't help with. I haven't got a clue. I'm no good at that sort of thing. Um, and they do know a lot more than the um, switch it off and switch it on again sort of thing. It's sort of specific for our systems and where there might be problems. Um, we did have a little bit of problem uh, earlier in the week, I think, around child benefit applications, for instance. And, you know, it's a known problem. They know what they can do about it. So, you know, give them a ring if you are having any problems actually doing that online filing. Um, rather than just sit there swearing at the screen, because we all hate that. Yeah, I'm quite good at that. Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, afternoon, Paul, Angie, Luke, Ben, Anderson, um, Nathan, Marshall, straight out the blocks. Are they doing tax rebates this year? If anyone's paid too much tax, yes, we will be, as always. Um, it takes a little while if the most common ones are employers um, who where somebody's paid too much money in. And we mm. have to wait until the employers sent all their details in and we can go through the end of year stuff and see if somebody's paid too much. Um, and then we have an automatic process that runs throughout the early summer that tries to identify all those overpayments so that money can be paid back. If you know for sure you've paid too much, you can get in touch with us. Um, on our general helpline and say, I think I'm due a repayment. Um, although online is normally the better way of doing things. If you can now, it's a bit quicker and you might not be hanging around on the phone so much. Um, right. OK, well, we've the great thing is, uh, as usual, we've got a lot of questions. So I tell you what, listen, yep. everyone, get them in. We're going to ask Jaquetta, hopefully do everything we can to help. Uh, Dino has asked, can I still claim my tax if I've been claiming grants? Uh, if you talk about claiming tax, if you've due a tax rebate, then yes, you can. Um, if you qualified when you applied for the grant that your business has been affected, um, assuming it's a self-employed grant you're talking about, your business has been affected, you may have paid too much tax somewhere else. Yes, you can. 
the grant is part of your taxable income. So the three grants so far will go on the tax return that you'll do for next January. And the two, which you can't claim for yet because they're coming up, will go on the year after. So they'll be part of your taxable income for the year. But there is no reason why, if you've paid too much tax already, you can't have that money back. So go ahead. We will come back to the other two grants in a bit. Uh, ben Rogers, any news on IR35? I've not heard anything in the last few weeks. It is going ahead. It's happening. It's up to the contractors to have a look and see where people actually stand on IR35. Um, yeah, I'm not aware of any changes. How is reverse VA? This is a question that a lot of people have asked me. Reverse VAT, is it a minefield or um, um, going to work out, do you think? I think it is a big change and like lots of things, people have turned a bit of a blind eye to it. Those people who oh. got their software sorted and had a bit of a look um, are probably coping with it fine. I've not had any direct feedback saying, oh, it's all horrendous. Um, this is the situation simply where both, if both the customer and the supplier are that registered, then instead of the customer paying the VAT onto the builder and then the builder paying it onto HMRC, the customer will just pay it direct to HMRC because they're VAT registered already and they just sort it out on their own VAT return for most sorts of construction work. So okay. that's what the system's designed to do. But what you do need to know is... Are you and the other person, you know, your builder or your um, subby, are they VAT registered? So yeah. you know whether it might apply. Um, are either of them an end user, which is normally sort of domestic customers, or it might be somebody like an agent for a letting agency who's doing building work on those let properties. So they are mm. the end customer, even if they're not actually the person living in the flat. They would be the, the end customer. Um, but in most other situations, it will apply. You should have got an email with some flowcharts in, and they're also online. And there's one if you're a contractor, one if you're a subby, and it just says yes or no questions where you can work out. Oh, but I didn't get one. I'm ah. building companies that registered. I didn't get an email. It might have gone into my spam or I might. <laughs> Who knows? <Yeah>. It's, that's <laughs> the problem, isn't it? We do have this problem that not everyone opens everything we send them because they do think a lot of it's spam. On that point, there are going to be some people getting a funny phone call from us, which is something totally new. So I did check out this is happening. People who started their self-employment in 2019-20, so that's the first year they've been self-employed, they've got their tax return in. They may get a phone call from us saying, this is HMRC. We'd just like to confirm that you really are self-employed. And have you got a little bit of evidence? And how do we know it's from, how do we know it? Because I've had well, a lot recently. Yeah. Um, how do we know exactly? You it is HMRC. The, you should get a letter beforehand saying that this is going to happen coming from us. Um, you should get the letter beforehand saying we're going to do this. It right. will, the phone the phone call comes afterwards and it will be the phone number you put on your tax return. So it might be your accountant or it might be you, depending on which number went on your tax return. If it's your accountant's phone number, your accountant will be phoned up and asked to provide your phone number because it's actually the person we want to speak to. What we want to avoid is people sending in a tax return and then claiming the grants when they've never started self-employment and it's a scam. So we are doing a certain amount of phoning people up, but it is new. And all you want to show is, yeah, I've done this building work. This is the job. Uh, this is what I got paid. This is who I did it for. Um, you know, just to show that you are genuinely running a business rather than, um, yeah. you know, or somebody set it up in your name. 
we do get some dodgy accountants try and set up records for people so the accountant can claim the money back. Um, and obviously we don't want that. Um, so, you know, it is kind of checked to make sure there's not fraud, but it is something a bit different. We won't be asking for things like payments or bank account details or anything like that. It's just to confirm that you genuinely started self-employment. That's what we want to know. So but that is quite different from anything we've done before. So, you know, we can understand if people don't reply because it is going to look a little bit strange. But we do want to verify okay. that you are genuinely self-employed. Right. Firing through. Uh, no particular order. Nathan Marshall, does universal credit payments come in the same category as the grants? Uh, universal credit comes from Benefits Agency, DWP, I think they're called now, um, and not from us. So we don't have much to do with it. Um, they do take the grant into account when you receive it as part of the universal credit, you know, whether you qualify or not. Um, but of course, they have got special rules while COVID is going on for quite a few other bits as well. Um, yeah. But it's it's a totally separate thing from anything that HMRC tax office does. Okay. Uh, Dean Sercom, uh, probably a question that a lot of people are going to be asking. Can I apply for the fourth grant now as I've gone past the end of Feb date the government set for the self-assessment to be submitted? Not yet. Hold fire. Um, we don't have an actual date. We're told towards the end of April. Um, the reason is it's changing because, of course, we've had another tax return in since all the last grants went through. There's new people, as I said, who can now qualify. And to start off, we'll, we'll be looking at that tax return that came in in January. So that's the first one we're going to be looking at, which means that we've got to process all of that first to identify the right people. What okay. we'll do is the same as that we did the very first time, but not everyone was self-employed and claiming them uh we'll send a letter out or an email out saying we think you may qualify if you want to claim and okay. we'll do the same thing where it's staggered so that it's so many people a day and the system doesn't get overwhelmed um it worked perfectly well last year that's the same thing we're going to be doing this year it will be to you should get that letter about mid-april and then towards the end of april you can actually make a claim but the days will be different for different people um don't try and claim early because it messes things up you know, and it'll tell you you don't qualify. Don't go in until the day we actually tell you or a few days later. It doesn't have to be actually on that day. If you're working that day, you can do it later. Uh, Laura is asking, I wasn't eligible for the first, second and third grant because my assessment was late. Will I be eligible for the fourth? If you got your 1920 tax return in before the end of February, yes, you should be. So long as you meet all the other things, um, because that was the. 31st of January is when they should have come in and we said we're not going to charge penalties so long as they're in by the end of February and in fact by the end of February we had our normal number of tax returns in it was 10.8 million I think from memory something like that it's 94% of them which is typical for what we normally get in so all of those people so long as they meet the qualifiers which of course is £50,000 a year or less profit and half or more of your income from self-employment um, if you meet those and you've been trading since that in that period, since the tax return. Now, we know it's COVID. So if you've had to stop a bit because of COVID, but you would be trading otherwise, we treat you as continuing. So there was a very good chance. Yes, that so long as your tax return was in by the end of February, you should now be in the system. Uh, I'm asking for a friend. You know me, Jaquetta. Yep. Um, 
if if this friend of mine would um, has fallen behind on uh, some corporation tax and income tax and mounted up quite a few penalties because they've not had the money during COVID because they've not been working, are HMRC receptive to a phone call saying, look, I've now got the money to pay what I'm owed, what I owe in income tax and corporation tax. Is there any way you can take the interest off? Because, you know, it's I think the interest my mate, wink, wink, said is about five, six hundred quid because the money's not been there. HMRC receptive to a bit of a bit of a deal. Uh, we're not allowed to strike deals. <laughs> we got ah. we used to do it. We used to do it years ago, but we yeah. got criticised by the courts for striking deals. They said the legislation doesn't allow us to do this. We're, we're actually breaking the law by collecting less than what we should have done. And we got our knuckles wrapped for it. Um, having said that, there is if there are reasons, sometimes parts of it can be taken off. So it is worth phoning and saying, can you go back over? You think that interest is fair enough, but that interest should be slightly different. Um, and there may be some scope there. They are being as sympathetic as they can be. Um, but as I say, we don't actually have the power to just say, oh, let's just round it down to £5,000 or whatever. We, you know, we'd get severely told off. And to be fair, if one person got a deal and somebody else didn't get a deal, you can understand why the other person would be grumbling. Yeah, I was just thinking, thinking for my mate down the road. Um, it's, you know, a lot of us haven't worked with COVID and yeah. now back to work. And, um, you know, getting the money together to pay corporation tax and income tax, but yeah. feel a bit aggrieved that there's five, six hundred quid in interest when, you know, mate down the road's not been working. But um, yeah. I'll get I'll get him to give them a call and yeah. uh, see the if one, we can. There is one exception where we're not charging interest, and that's because we brought in special legislation for it last year. And that was um, going back a bit that very first quarter when COVID hit. Yeah, people were allowed to not pay their VAT that quarter, and we just said, if you can't pay, don't pay it. That's fine, pay it later. And we actually said, pay by the thirty first of March, because things aren't back to normal yet. They can, you can actually arrange to pay it over the whole of next year, and there won't be any interest. But that was because we brought special legislation in. Because normally, as I say, the law says we have to charge interest, and we can't just say, oh, never mind. We're not going to worry about it. Um, otherwise, we get taken to court. OK, right. We better keep these answers brief. Sorry, we've uh, a lot of come in while I was asking about my mate Dave down the road. Uh, right. Chris Rammer Ramsden. That sounds like a Saturday night nickname. Uh, can I claim I was self-employed and got no grants, but now I'm employed. Can I still claim or is it bad if I do? You do have to certify that you are still running your business. Now, you can have a business and be employed at the same time. Lots of people do. You know, they might work in a pub in the evenings and do, you know, be self-employed during the day. That's fine. So it will depend really on what you're doing. If your business is actually packed up altogether, then you wouldn't really be able to sign the declaration that says your business is continuing, but it's affected by COVID. Right. If, however, you're just getting very little work, but you would hope to your, your trader pick up again, you know, when COVID's more or less gone. So you're just keeping it ticking over, but you're employed as well then yes, you can claim the grant. Okay. Um, Laura's asked again, is there, any, is there any way to appeal the previous grants because the tax return was only two weeks late before COVID even came about properly? We gave an extra month. When the scheme was first announced, we actually gave people another month after 
that announcement to get their tax returns in. I think from memory you had until 23rd of April. Um, so if it was later than that, the answer is no. That's Laura, possibly there, looking at your note of two weeks. I'd um, get on to that. Um, Henry Young, any help for the lads and lasses uh, that have been self-employed less than three years and can't claim grants? Some of them, because, of course, those that started in 2019-20, so that year just before COVID came in, if you started then and you got your tax return in before the end of February, yes, you are now in for the next lot of grants. Brilliant. Brilliant. Um, sorry, Laura's asked again, what was the date? Sorry, she's just just an answer to that last question I'm about sorry. 31st if, of March, did you say? Um no, for the latest ones, they had to be in by the 28th of February. So they were due in on the 31st of January, but you gave that extra month. And as long as they were in by the 28th of February, then they will get taken into account. And if you if you qualify on everything else, yes, you can claim. Last year, it was, I think, the announcement was something like the 23rd of March, towards the end of March, um, mm. when the Chancellor announced all of these new schemes we'd never heard of. Um, and I think another month was given, which from memory was the 23rd of April, and it had to be in by then um, in order to qualify. And if you were later than that, then I'm sorry, you were just out. So okay. the extra month was given. And we've kind of done the same thing this year. There's the extra month. If you've just joined, what are we, 15, quarter of an hour into Talking Trade Live this week, HMRC advice. This is your opportunity rather than paying an accountant or uh, someone else an obscene amount of money. We have got the very experienced Jaquetta. Um, I was trying to think the other day, it's about five years we've been uh, on and off doing this. So I can vouch that the advice is brilliant. And please keep questions coming in. Um, otherwise, I've got to keep referring to my mate Dave down the road, getting advice for that. Um, you may, you mentioned time to pay if you haven't got a question there. If you do need time to pay, give us a ring. There is a phone number you can ring. Do yeah. it before the particularly self-assessment. Do it before the end of March, because normally there are penalties for late payment. Yeah. And if you make an arrangement before the end of March, you won't have any penalties. Yeah, my mate Dave's got a few late penalties. I've got to have a have a word with HMRC, get them him to get them removed. Yeah. Right. Katie has asked, what's the date? Um, is there any date um that we can start claiming um for the fourth grant? No, the letters will go out in mid-April. And they will tell you the first date that you can claim on because it won't be the same date for everyone. So right. towards the end of April, they will be staggered out. I think last time it was over, staggered out over about five days. It was something like, I don't know, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Monday, Tuesday or something like that. I can't quite remember. Um, but probably similar, staggered out over a few days. So it's not the same day for everyone. But you should get a letter or an email telling you when that starts. And as I said, don't claim early because it will mess it up. Um, okay. Just Sonny, Sonny Newman, if my profit is higher this year than last, which probably a lot of people will be back to work a bit more now due to he's now expanding his business. Good lad. Great to hear. Uh, will I be penalised to have to pay back the grants I received? Good question. When you claim any of the grants, they're for a period and it asks you, you know, between such and such dates, were you affected? And if that was genuinely true when you made the claim, because, of course, we're talking about back in April last year, we're talking about July last year, November yeah. last year. If it was true when you claimed it, no, you don't have to pay it back. 
if at the very end you've suddenly had a brilliant job that you're making loads of money on, just don't claim for that period. But it doesn't mean that the ones you claimed earlier were wrong because it was right at the time. So you okay. you can pay it back if you want to, but you don't have to. But it does go on your tax return and you'll pay tax on it. Right. This is great. I'm loving the comments, people. Keep them coming in. We're going to try and um, uh, get through all of them because, as usual, great advice from Jaquetta. Dave Klein, how will the tax... How will the tax due on previous grants be paid? Uh, as normal, when you do your next tax return that's coming up, you'll have up to three grants because you'll have had the first three in that year. So they will go on there. There's also um, a little bit that says, you know, does this include your C's grant payments so that we can identify that you've actually put them on there? Um, and that will be included in your income just the same as if it was a job. So okay. the tax on those will go in. If you've earned very, very little, as always, there'll be very, very little tax to pay. If you've actually done quite well the rest of the year, there'll be more tax to pay. Um, it's the same as normal. As if you'd earned the money for a job, it just goes in with all the rest in your accounts as normal. And I can't remember whether it's tick a box or put a number in or put a Y in a box or something like that. You just say, yes, I've been claiming C's. So we know that the self-employed self income support scheme C's, uh, we know that that's part of your business income and it's in there. Darren Collins, has the IR35 been extended again? If not, can I work for an umbrella company? I'd stick with construction. <laughs> it's Thursday. I'm here all week uh, and still be director of his own company. Mm, that will do. But the IR35, you know, is coming in. Um, I can't actually remember what the current dates are. Um, it's not something I've looked at for a couple of months and other things have pushed it out of my head. Um there's nothing stopping you being a director, but what determines whether IR35 works is how you actually operate with the people you're doing work for. And right. every person you work for will have to look at how you're working for them to say, you know, are you an employee? Does IR35 apply? Are you self-employed? So each okay. one has to be looked at separately. This is brilliant. Please, please keep these comments coming in. It makes obviously for a great show. It's great advice. People are asking questions that probably a lot of other people need the answers to. Um, so I'm going to rattle through yeah, these now. I'll 35 for next time as well to make sure I'm up to date on it. There we go. Jaquetta's going to be doing some homework, sitting there with yeah. her glass of gin, uh, reading up at this at the weekend for the next show. Rob King has started a limited company, registered it just as COVID started, bless him, yeah. um, but have not traded. How do I declare? If you've not made any profit, if you've not worked at all through the limited company, then all you do is you have what are called dormant accounts um, that just say the business is here. It has two shares. It has done nothing. And that's all you need to put in. It goes to company's house and it goes to us. Um, so obviously there's no tax to pay. There's nothing else that needs to be done. Um, we just know the position. If you're planning on starting up soon or it has started, give us the date because we then know what date to start sending yeah. you out tax returns from. Um, Brilliant. We don't know unless you tell us. Henry Young started paying tax being self-employed in 2020, but was too late um, with his tax return. Am I right in saying I won't get offered the third slash fourth grant? Third grant has been and gone. So that's now the, the fourth grant will depend if you got your tax return in by the 28th of February, which was what, two and a half weeks ago, three weeks ago. If you got it in by the 28th of February, it's later than it should have been. But we've allowed people that extra month um, so that as many people had a bit of a problem. If it didn't get in after that date, you're too late. But if it was in by the 28th, you're fine. 
as Laura said earlier, um, that question of two weeks later, you got an extra month. So worth looking back on that. Um, sorry, there was one other really good question. Where's it gone? Nathan Marshall knows a few people that got paid more in a grant than what they would normally earn that month. I think we all know them. Uh, do they have to pay it back? The grant was worked out by us based on what they'd earned in previous years. So if for some reason they wouldn't have done as well anyway, then mm. that's by the by. That was the rules of the scheme. It was based on what they would have got on average in previous years. And it's the same for the new one, except we're going to look at four years worth instead of three years worth. If you've worked all the way through those four years, we'll average it out over those four years. So if, in fact, the latest return shows less, the average will be lower. Interestingly, in construction, they've actually got highest claims overall. Um, the average claim across the whole, uh, the whole of self-employed was um, 2,800 for the third grant. Construction was three and a half, I think, from memory, 3,500, something like that. Um, so obviously in self-employed, the people who aren't, you know, aren't working and claiming the grant, construction are obviously earning more. Because it's a bloody good industry to be in. And with the demand of work at the moment, everyone's going to be earning good money. It's mad out there. So uh, I really think we're on this where well, we're starting the biggest boom in decades. So um, great news for everybody in the industry. Uh, going back to the questions, Louis Green, a self-employed employed, that's a new word, a self-employed people still getting a tax rebate this year, even if you've applied for grants. If you've paid too much tax, yes, you will. Brilliant. Not a problem. Um, Dean Sercom, uh, my old boss hasn't sent me the payslip for, for him to do his self-assessment. The government want me to write to CIS and only then maybe they can help him. So it looks like I won't be receiving a he will be receiving a penalty and won't be able to apply for the fourth grant. I think does he need to get that from his old boss is probably the um, best way. Yeah, of... failing anything else, he just makes his bet if it's in terms of filling in your tax return, you make your best guess. Okay. So if you have a look and say, Well, I got, you know, the last time I got a pay slip, it shows this. If I add that on to whatever I've got net in my bank account, that will give me a rough figure. And that is better than nothing. That's why we were saying back in January when I was here last, if you have to estimate, estimate and get it in. Unfortunately, if you haven't got your tax return in by now, you will be missing out on the grant. Um, but having said that, it's still, it was his pay slips, not um, employment pay slips. That's a bit different. Um, but yeah, if, if an employer isn't giving you that information, but you've got something we can fill it in with. Do pass that on to us because we can then badger the yeah. employer to do what they're supposed to do because legally they must do this. Brilliant advice. Uh, Nathan Marshall, thanks for answering questions. No worries at all, mate. I hope it helps. Uh, Michael Walkler, he was off work for a year. Uh, his turnover was less, uh, less for the three period. My grants have been less than I should have earned. Is there anything I can do about this? No, they were only ever set at 80%. Um, and if your average that you're earning was lower, then that's the basis they're going to be worked out on. Um, you know, we had to take it from something and everyone would be saying, well, I would have got more and I would have got more um, because obviously they want more grants. Yeah. So we have to go on what we've already got, you know, from okay. the tax returns that have been sent in and just average that. Tyler Matthews left full-time employment in February of 2020 to start up, start up self-employed in March 2020. Will he be entitled to a grant now? He won't have got a tax return in yet unless it was just for February. Um, so we don't right. actually have anything to base it on. Um, we don't know where it is. Good luck. It's a bad time to be starting up in business. I just hope it's doing okay. 
Bill Giacchetta, as much as I always say your advice is brilliant, you're in hot demand. Uh, Laura has asked, can this lady be our personal tax advisor at HMRC? Listen, Laura, get in the queue, because I'm on to Giacchetta every day for the last five years to help me out. Um, but yeah, listen, it's a great opportunity to get any help and questions answered. Um, and we are rattling through them as quick as we can. Um, just um, again, asking for my mate Dave. Um, what realistically can he put through his expenditure? Um, he he seems to be buying um, things like sort of beer and wine for his um, clients. Can they go through as a uh, an expenditure? Uh, not normally. There's specific bits of law that say that um, hospitality and entertainment expenses aren't allowed. Normally, that applies to most people. If you run a hotel business and you provide a meal for one of your customers, you know, while they're eyeing up taking over the hotel for a weekend or something, that's allowed. But in general terms, it's not. The only exception is things like where you provide Christmas parties for staff and bits like that, um, where there is a specific exemption for your employees. Um, what about an Easter no, party? No, well, it's once a year, but it is for employees, not just for random people. Yeah, um, so, so, yeah, the, okay. The court said that you eat and drink to live, you don't eat and drink in order to work. Oh, um, poor, poor Dave, I'll yeah. have to tell him. Um, yeah, sorry about that. Tyler Matthews says, thanks for your help. Lewis Murray, thanks for your help. Um, just looking at the time with, I think we're running out slowly. It's bloody hell, half an hour's flown by on this Thursday. A uh, couple of final questions. I think one thing I want to ask um, is how do you, uh, this is obviously a big question, but it's sort of in a nutshell, how do you know emails and phone calls are HMRC? Because I had an email recently and all the wording at the bottom was all sort of crunched up together, but the email address looked legit. They said, we will never phone you. So how do we know what we should be clicking on and not? <laughs> yeah, we will never give you a link to click on to claim oh, something. no. We will only give you a link to click for information. So oh, no, I clicked on it and it went funny. Yourself. But don't, uh, no, I bet you didn't. I've told you enough times. So I'm sure you got it right. I did because I actually believe. So listen, everyone watch, make sure. I mean, I always check the email address it's come from. Yeah. Yeah. because that's a good way but listen i'll just put my hand up i did it yesterday i clicked on this thing and it didn't go to anything i'm thinking right there's there's I've... one other thing you can do there is a bit on gov.uk where yeah. we actually put where we're sending out loads of letters on something or doing loads of texts or something yeah. like that we actually put them up on that site so that we can say from you know 8th of march we will be sending out letters on so and so so the chances are that it's more likely to be genuine. But it's the usual things. Um, we won't ask for bank account details. We won't ask you to make payment. We won't tell you there's a repayment. We will always mention you by name. Um, it will never be dear customer or dear taxpayer or, you know, anything like that. Um, oh. So, you know, that's another way of looking at it. It shouldn't come out the blue. Things like repayments, we actually tell people by letter before we contact them by email. Um, so is know, that there across are things all things? Do. Is that Sorry? across all things that we should have a letter before some hooky email? No, that, no repayment specifically. Um, we right. do use email for speed on lots of things, and like telling you when you can claim your seeds grant. If we've got an email address for you, we'll use that because it's a lot quicker, obviously, and a bit more reliable. Talking of which, in the meantime, if you think you might be claiming, make sure we've got your up-to-date details because we've had people miss out on grants because they moved house. And they didn't give us a new address. They didn't get the letter. We didn't have right. the right email address. It bounced back. We haven't got the right phone number. 
And if they come to us after the cutoff date, it's too late. So in the meantime, go and check that we have got the right contact information for you so that we can get in touch with you quick when the time comes. I think the message is keep HMRC up to date. If in doubt, do speak yeah. to them uh, or Google because there is actually a lot more information than um, people realise. I think we've got a really good question to finish with, um, just Kata, and I better go and um, see my mate Dave before he buys any more beer for his clients. Yeah, he's got um, to bring and sort his payments out before the end. He of has. Time. He has, bless him. <laughs> uh, Sonny Newman is a good question to finish with. He's been on the flat rate scheme for VAT, but now due to the reverse charge, this will be getting paid direct to HMRC by the contractor slash customer. I've applied to come off the scheme, but haven't received confirmation yet. Will I have to pay HMRC my flat rate still, even though I'm not receiving VAT anymore? Uh, if you're coming off the scheme... Um, I don't know whether it's been done from the end of the VAT quarter that applies. I don't actually know the fine detail. I do know where it is. It's on gov.uk. And if you search HMRC VAT, uh, VAT, HMRC construction reverse and technical, there's a short summary and there's a technical paper. And it has quite several pages about how it works with um, flat rate schemes and the various other schemes. Um, it's There's so many different variations. I didn't swap up on it to be able to talk about it because there are so many different variations. But it is the flat reverse charge technical paper you want. It's got an index at the top so you can go straight to flat rate scheme bits. Um, so hopefully you'll find the answer you want there without ploughing through loads of other information. And it will have contact details so that if you have to phone somebody up, you can phone them up. Well, as you can see, the brilliant producer, George, in the background uh, has put some links <laughs> up there. So you can click on them um, and that will give you a lot of information. Uh, time has run out, sadly. Thank you, Jaquetta, um, for all the brilliant advice. I think we got, through, well, not every question, apologies, but um, we got through most of them. Uh, to finish on a really positive note, um, please add me, uh, my Instagram, at Andy Stevens TV. We started a charity project on the 19th of April and um, the money is going to the Lighthouse Club, which is obviously the brilliant construction industry charity uh, because as you can, well, it's obvious, isn't it? COVID, their call centre, the apps have gone through the roof because of people losing their job, mental health, physical health and financial health. So need a few trades to come and give me a hand because I can't do it all on my Todd. So please add me all the information's on there. Um, we'll have a laugh. Uh, Rumours have it, free polo shirts and unlimited tea. So as far as I'm concerned, that's a banging <laughs> job. Um, Jaquetta's come and offered to dig out the footings as well, which is brilliant because it saves me getting a digger in. So yeah, come on down. Ask some questions. That's my limit. <laughs> yeah, listen, Jaquetta, thank you ever so much again. Um, loads okay. of people saying thanks. Obviously, great advice. Um, I better go and hang on. Dave, hang on. I'm going to go and see my mate Dave make sure he doesn't buy any more beer and put it through our account. So have a great afternoon, everyone, and we'll see you next week. Take care.